Michael, where would people want to uh, to meet with you if they wanted to discuss the booming sounds of bass? They find me up in the club, I'm y'all. On that good cushion alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> I got some down bitches. I Damn you, go. kids! Get off my lawn. I don't know what Old I would do with a child. Boom, As boom, always, boom, 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 I fucking boom, boom, hate bass. You are now listening to Good, Bad, or Bullshit. Hello, and welcome to Good, Bad, or Bullshit. This is the podcast where three guys get together and discuss topics generated at random by the random topic generator. My name is Mike Hodgins, and with me today is uh, uh, Crofton Steers. Hi, Crofton. Hey, hey, Mike. And, of course, Bo Schwartz. Hello, everybody. Hello. How are you guys doing this fine day? Clearly not as good as both. Yeah, I've had a coffee and I'm standing up and I feel energetic. So uh, oh. I'm ready to get a podcast in. Did did I did I tell you guys that I went that I went off coffee? Did I talk about this already? Yeah, we did. Um, okay. we, how's, we, we how's talking that about drugs. I know I'm back on coffee now. <laughs> <laughs> and it's way better. No, it is. It's good. But I actually like I'm keeping it a little bit like a like I'm not full back on coffee like a but when I have it, it's like drugs because I'll have the coffee and I'll be like, "Well, I'm like buzzing on this coffee," but I won't have it every day. And then, yeah, it's good. Yeah, I need to go on a cleanse of coffee. I really want to feel that <laughs> high again. <laughs> I don't think you could handle it. You know you what know, you should do first is cleanse yourself of cigarettes. Yes, I agree. That that I have a yeah. You know, I was I was thinking <laughs> yes. that that might be like, and as as time goes on, you know, opin- people's opinions evolve. That might be one of the first ones where my opinion actually changes. Like if we ever did a, if we ever did a go back to that, you know, I feel like my opinion is changing. You guys made good points, Mike, when he came back from Indonesia. I've been paying a lot more attention to it since. People the have been sending me, yeah. People have been sending me to documentaries. You know, like just different things. I yeah. I. Thinking more about it. I don't want to talk too too long about it. I, but I feel like not it. having Mike on the episode of cleansing, we really bollocked that one up there. Well, Crofton. it's it's just sort of funny. Because, not that I'm that into cleansing, but at least I've I, I've done it a couple of times. And anyways, it's whatever. <laughs> All right. Well, that's the nature of the show. Should, should we should we get right into it? Should we get a topic going? Yeah, here? let's get a topic going. Let's start some uh, controversializing. That's All right. Um, okay, I'm gonna give the old uh, uh, start up the old machine. <laughs> Hold your mouth. Don't, don't let any go in. <laughs> Why are you laughing, Crofton? Joke okay. I heard yesterday. Uh, uh, see, the see. topic today is love at first sight. <laughs> so, I, okay, I mean, I, I think this one's pretty self-explanatory. Uh, you see someone of... Uh, that you find attractive and you find yourself instantly drawn to them to the point of love. Uh, possible? Not possible? Um, I, I almost feel like this should be introed with a harp, you know? <laughs> bring, bring, bring. Like getting shot by an arrow from Cupid, you know? That's what we're talking about today. Yeah. So um, have any of us experienced love at first sight? Yes or no? I uh, have... Yes. What? Yes. Are you saying yes? Yeah. Well... Uh, no, I can't. I would say no, but I, ha- I have a story I could relate. But uh, Crofton, uh, I would say I haven't experienced it. No. 
Well, I mean, Crofton, like you've been in a relationship for a long time, so it's hard to answer like any previous experience because, you know, but just say yes or well, yeah, just say no. But, 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 <laughs> but let's just uh, we'll go with me because I have been in a relationship for a very long time with my lovely wife. And I would say, you know, the first time that I, I met her it was at a party and this sort of thing. And we got we clicked immediately and I chatted to her for a very long time and I knew that you know I liked her but I wouldn't I wouldn't go so far as to saying that I was you know instantly in love on 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 first sight and I'm sure she would say the same you know same about me that's not to say I don't love her deeply now but what do I think about love on in first sight do I think anybody uh, can experience love at first sight I definitely think it's possible for people to meet be instantly attracted to each other and then eventually, you know, get married and be together for a really long time and then say, oh, it was love at first sight. I'm but kind of I, thinking that is love at first sight because love can mean a number of different things. Like when you're, your kind of love is very deep and meaningful, right? And it's uh, very precious. But kind, like, I don't, my kind of love is very superficial, <laughs> physical. But, but, but people have different, people have a different, like love, I mean, there's no, like a cat is a cat. There are distinguishing features about what makes a cat like a, a cat. Um, love is an intangible. It's a thing we feel. We don't see it or can't measure it. So I feel that word can vary in different uh, definition from person to person or or different concepts that are that fall under this guise of love. And yeah, so I guess I, I would agree that there's no way that you meet somebody. Like I don't personally believe in soulmates necessarily, like this concept of a spiritual uh, superstructure that we don't see and that somehow certain individuals match us or that our souls knew each other in previous lifetimes. I don't buy into that, but I think the term love at first sight to see someone and have, you know, lightning bolts in your eyes and all of a sudden you're flustered and you're, you can't speak right. And, and you're trying to find, you know, I think that's what we mean by love at first sight. I don't, unless anyone has a differing opinion, I don't think, and I don't believe in soulmates necessarily. Does do either of you believe in soulmates? Well, well, that's a. I think that's a bit of a different. Yeah, thing. that's just, different than love at first sight. But um, I, I think Crofton put it really his finger on it. He said lust at first sight, and I think that's probably that. That we've I all see. felt lust at first sight. Sure, that's that's. <laughs> easy. But here, I'll give you a little story about about an experience I had with love at first sight. Um, but but it's funny because it turned out to be like. Nonsense. So okay. uh, let, me, let, me, let me take you back. The year is 1994. <laughs> uh, I am a uh, teenager with no confidence. <laughs> and I, I don't even know if it was 1994. It was in the 90s. Anyway, and uh, my, my friend Jason, uh, his family went every year to Sandbanks. You guys ever been Sandbanks? Oh, yeah. I believe so. Is that near Picton? Yeah. I, I think so, yeah. Anyways, and, and then so I went with him one summer, and he went for, I think it was a week or something like that, and he had been there the year before, and he, he told me how he had this like, hookup with like this girl, he had a girlfriend there or something. Can you like clarify hookup for Crofton? Well, it was like <laughs> four, no, it wasn't a hookup, it was probably like he saw her, and they were like, hey, and then they were like, do you want to be my boyfriend? Please sign yes on this checkmark box. <laughs> okay, okay. You know, it was like kid kid romance or whatever. Yeah. And uh, anyways, and then so I had this in my mind when we went there, and I remember thinking, like, maybe I'll get a girlfriend. Um, <laughs> and then, like, I remember one day we went to the beach, and we were hanging on the beach and uh, swimming and playing. And there was, like, this attractive girl, seemed about my age, which I don't even remember how old. Maybe it was 13. I, I don't even really remember. And, 
I remember she was blonde and uh, attractive. And I remember just I, I looked at her and I thought like, wow, this girl is beautiful and whatever. And then like I would I talked to Jason about it later and I kept thinking about this girl. And then I was like, oh, and I, I had this feeling of like love at, at first at, at first sight. So I mean, you could say that that's what that was. But now is it? But when I look back at it, I realize that when I was thinking about it, I was just inventing stuff because. Uh, I did not know her, right? So I was like, I thought like maybe she's like this. So I had all this like this. It was like I created a fantasy in my brain, um, and then so when I look back on it, I'm like, yeah, I wasn't loved at first sight. It was nothing. It was some girl I thought was attractive, and that's it. And then I like, oh, I made up all this nonsense that made it feel like it was more than it, um, than it was. That, like having a crush. Yeah, it was like I had yeah. a crush on this girl, and uh, yeah. but the thing is, not even really because if you have crushes on people, often you know something about them that you like. But this girl, I never, I never even talked to. So, so, but but what the point I try to get at is to be like, I don't think you could really be in love with someone that you don't know. I love my wife very much, and I feel like I know her very well and get to know her better all the time, and love her more for that. So it's a process, and I think like real love you can't have with someone that you do not know. So I I don't think it's really possible. Lust, however, you know that's a, that's a totally different thing. Well, yeah, because the lust at first sight thing. I mean, men and women are biologically wired for procreation, so you, invariably you're going to encounter people that you fancy. Um, from you know, you set eyes on them, and you're like, you're like, oh, oh, oh. but I, I don't. So, like, my experience of it is, um, is not that. Uh, it's more. You, you said you said you did have a love at first sight. I experience. did. Yeah. Um, Let's hear about it. Well, with you know, I, I'm with uh, my ex girlfriend Marianne. Uh, I worked at the Museum of War at the time, and she was one of the team leaders that worked there. And um, basically, the moment she set foot in the store, I felt this like immediate, you know, it's not like attractive because it's not lust. My thought isn't like, oh, attractive girl, uh, biological stuff in my brain. It's more um, just compelled and interested in this like highly fascinated way. Like in, you know, so I had a hard time speaking or being normal. I'm probably more energetic. Someone who's an outside observer might say that my behavior was a little bit abnormal because I was feeling the excitement of meeting somebody that I seemed interested in immediately. And, you know, you meet lots of people. There's something about this one person that uh, I really responded to without having exchanged a word, just seeing her. And I can because I that's a. You know, often memories that are buried past, you forget a lot of things, unless they're traumatic experiences or things that are easily accessed. I find you don't often remember them. But one I do remember is when I first met her because of how um, distinct I felt and how unlike myself I felt uh, when I first met her. And I've met plenty plenty of uh, women and, and men, but, you know, women mainly, who I find incredibly attractive. I see them and I'm like, oh, you know. But um, with her, it was different in my mind and how I felt and how I reacted to that and feeling, you know, feeling compelled. And we had a longstanding relationship that came out of that. I pursued it. I I could not help myself. Um, so the uh, that's to me, like love at first sight is just maybe this strong connection that you want to make when you first see a person. And sometimes, you know. We can have a long conversation about relationships. You can enter into bad relationships probably based on, you know, an emotional state rather than logic and reasoning like, oh, this person's highly compatible with me. Therefore, this will work. Therefore, we shall proceed, Um, you know, which 
if I think I think if you're being considerate of the other person and yourself, you should give some thought to how you know it's going to be to live together for a long time, what it's going to be like for the children, how committed you both are, and you know I don't give that stuff much thought when I get into a relationship. I'm just like you know I'm like oh I've got this feeling I feel compelled and so I'm going to go explore it. Um, but uh, <clears throat> that yeah, to no, me is love at first sight. I it's interesting because you both gave personal anecdotes both of which were really compelling in in their separate ways. Mike, you might want to consider uh, a career in writing teen uh, romance fiction. Uh, <laughs> I might. I, I, did, uh, I did identify a lot with Mike's story actually because there was a – there was a girl in uh, one more than one in high school where where I did exactly what Mike is describing, which is um, I you know I was attracted to uh, a girl. Generally, they were uh, of a certain type, like quite quiet and all this, and you could argue they were a blank canvas for whatever. I wanted them to be like really, you know, uh, and but but I I didn't necessarily know. And I remember there was one year in particular. It, it's funny in retrospect. I was pining after this girl who I knew next to nothing about, and only years later I I actually you know became friends with her and and I, I got to know her a lot a, a lot better. And it almost it almost was a a life lesson in that I got to learn what I originally thought was not was not uh, at all what she was like. Not to say she wasn't a nice person. She definitely was. But Bo's, Bo's point about sort of an adult uh, relationship where you meet someone leads me to a- ask you guys, do you think, you know, when you're attracted to someone, you meet someone, you see them, you're physically attracted to their to to their looks, obviously. But do you think uh, it's possible to to get a feel from their pers- for their personality based off like a, a first encounter or definitely before even maybe a word is spoke just by, or do you think that just reflects their mood of the day? Or do you think there's something about the way a person holds themselves or, or a way a person acts that allows you to instantly gauge a certain uh, understanding of their personality? I think you can read someone pretty quick, like just love, love aside, like you can have a first impression and look at all the tells that you can see on a person and, you know, form a theory on who they are and what they're about. But I think love at first sight's uh, something more than that, more than that sort of rational analysis. Like, like having had the experience, I just have to describe it as just magic. Like, I'm not sure what it is about the way the brain works that causes this kind of thing. But, but um, like right now I'm unemployed, right? So I left my job and (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to tie this, it relates. So, um, you know, I'm not just being unemployed for the sake of being homeless, although we, well, I'm not homeless, but you know, uh, whatever. I'm not, I have career You will be soon. Doing the podcast is something that, uh, you know, is something that's very important to me as well as exploring other career aspirations that I've had that I haven't done during my career. I'm working on those things now. And one of the things that gives me a lot of worry right now, because I am a single person and I have a lot of options and very little commitments, is is running into somebody and being like, oh, like, you know, that I'm just, I'm going to have to, you know, I'm going to fall in love. Like, I'm going to meet somebody and I'm going to feel it's not lust because that I know what that is and it's distinct from love at first sight. And it doesn't mean the person isn't attractive. It's just that it's not – I don't think that that's a factor or a very small one, um, I think, in, in making that determination. Of course, Marianne's a very attractive 
sexy girl. So it's not, but that was not what it was. It's, um, I well, don't know, I think, it's hard to put into words. That's why they think they just call it love at first sight. Sure, and and I think uh, to go back to your question, uh, Crofton, which was, do you think, you know, is there a way someone holds themselves that you could get that sense for them? Because I think that um, when I, uh, like, like, with uh, Andrea, my, my wife, we our relationship moved along fairly quickly. I'd say quite quickly, um, and uh, and I wouldn't say I wouldn't say it was love at first sight, but I would say that um, the first kind of sort of real date we went on, I was I was making maple syrup at my cottage, and she came up. <laughs> <laughs> and, she came, and just the way she you were there actually Crofton you were there that maple she syrup. gave me a ride yeah and just like the way she was just the way she dressed and her kind of style it was like you know because I, 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 I was wouldn't that the say, first time you it, met her yeah well well I had met her the day before like just with a bunch of people and I was like hey she's in that kind of stuff I was like why don't you come to my maple syrup party so did you feel anything at that point uh, well, 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 you you invited her to the maple syrup party. Yeah, yeah, That's a but, pretty high honor. So you know, it was, I, and uh, I had been sort of like I, a, a mutual friend was trying was kind of trying to set us up. So, but I saw her, and I was like, okay, yeah, she's 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 pretty cute and interesting, and so. But then when when she showed up at the kind of just at the maple syrup party, yeah. <laughs> and uh, just the, the way she was dressed and the way she held herself, I was for sure like I was like, okay, yeah, this is the right kind of person for 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 me. Like I knew that right off the bat. Uh, but the thing is, I would never say it was love at first sight because, and maybe it's because I'm older and think things through, and I'm a rational person. But I would be like, you know, she's everything seems right, but I don't know her yet, and she could have a whole lot of crazy somewhere. And <laughs> and if the crazy comes up, then yeah. you know, I'm like, I couldn't, I couldn't, you know, I wouldn't be able to fall in love with someone who who drew, drove me nuts. But she doesn't. So as I got to know her, then I was able, then I was able to fall in love with her. And so I feel like that's it's a for me that's just how I guess love works for me is it, it really needs to be deeper than just are, does everything seem right how is the person really and how do you re- interact with them and you can't know that when you don't know someone that's anyways I guess I'm rehashing I already said that but no it's funny though because I'm, I'm reminded of how hard you rode Crofton on bass last episode and we've talked about a maple syrup party (laughs) (laughs) it's a different kind of square sure (laughs) has rounded edges maybe but you know yeah yeah crofton um uh, so do you remember when you first met jesse did we lose crofton no no i'm here yeah no i think i already talked about that earlier bo he did and i think it was kind of it was kind of similar and maybe crofton and i are similar in 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 that sense or the way we approach it because what he mentioned was kind of similar. He's like, "Hey, someone I really like," but but obviously, you know, took some time to get to know, and it went from there. However, I will say, you know, okay, in, you know, in pop culture, uh, in in movies and TV shows, that whole love of uh, at first sight when it's when it's uh, dramatized, it's all it's so it's so funny because it's almost done. In, we were making the harp jokes and 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 off the top, it's almost corny in the way that it's presented. But for the most part, like somebody will turn around, like somebody will turn around and then it's just like, uh, you know, they'll smile real wide. And then it's, you'll just hear like, I don't know, the harp or whatever, or some sort of sound effect. It's and, the and eyes. The, it's the gaze. Yeah. The oh, it's, eyes. it's love. Um, but, but what's funny about that to me is is that uh you know I did get I did get a lot of that 
off my wife and that's why I off I asked the question about personality because I think often those broad the broad smiles almost smile lines on the face or or or, or clear open eyes um it gives it, it very you know instantly becomes inviting or you get the you get the sense of a person right off from that or you could and that you could fall for that immediately you could sort of already feel as if you know this person and yes you could be proven wrong but maybe in that situation um sometimes your first reaction or sometimes that reaction you get when you first meet someone that might be the right reaction you know that might end up being the one that you stick with um and who's to say that it wouldn't be like a strong love type lust feeling almost immediately? And Bo, it sounds like is the closest of us to hit the, to 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 have that. Um, but I, you know, I at the same time, there's something intense about that that is that seems almost scary. And and Bo, not to not to get on you or anything, but you and Marianne oh, are no long no longer together, right? Yeah. And I'm wondering if the intensity. Of a love at first sight type type situation is one that isn't made for an, a, a a longer a longer period of time. You could probably address that. You guys were together for quite a long time. Yeah, I, I think um, I don't know. I'm sort of going through that evaluation myself. Uh, you know, having having kids is something probably like to do and starting a family. But I'm sort of going through that analysis right now, given that uh, you know our, our separation was mutually uh, mutual and amicable, and we are still friends. Uh, she just texted me today. Um, so we still talk, and I think it's that you know we've come to the conclusion that we sort of want different things from our lives, and we're taking we just have a different way of, 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 of working, and we're not highly compatible, but we still have a you know a love and respect for each other. Um, I think for me, if ever getting into a new relationship, like that's because I, I hear both of you guys have done these sort of assessments or looked at your situations, and if um, you know you have the emotional mixed with the rational and found that, and I've never really made a habit of doing that. I mean, one of just the, one of the rational things that I do is, of course, I never want to play with anyone's feelings. So I've had you know girls be into me, and maybe even guys. Um, who, you know, I have no intention of using them for any particular thing, so I won't lead them on in any kind of way. But, um, you know, if I am really into somebody and I, it's usually it's got to it's got to it's got to be really strong. Sometimes it's very mild. And, you know, I've 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 had a tendency to go to go with it, to say this is how I feel. And I think I'm kind of like that in life, too. I'm not a eat your vegetables kind of guy. I'm a do what's fun and do what's engaging kind of person. So I'm like, well, if I feel great about it, I'm going to do it. But um, relationships are complex things. They're huge commitments. Um, it can have a big impact on the other person's life as well as your own. And I'm sort of going through that evaluation about what I'm going to do to handle this in the future, like how if I decide I want to get into a partnership, how I would go about doing it, what am I looking for? What's the purpose? And, you know, and then I'm like, that's so boring. Love is about love. It's about being irresponsible and going with how you feel, <laughs> if you ask me. So, like, I think uh, as a fundamental principle, I'm going to say that I'm going to do this analysis, but I'm still going to continue to make the same choices because that's just who I am. Like, if I feel passionate about something, everything else will get, you know, every, all of the considerations are basically set aside. Um, and I don't, I don't know if that's unfortunate or not, but that's, that's sort of how I would approach relationships. <laughs> I don't have a right answer to this one. But, but you do, you do have to admit that like um, rational thought comes in mostly when, when they're just 
when there is a decision point. So for instance, um, you know, if you guys are in, if you're in a relationship with someone at the point where you choose to propose marriage, I mean, there's a logistical work required to propose marriage. You would have to go and, you know, yeah. purchase a ring or make a ring or something like that. And so at, at those points, you, you have to sort of take stock of your relationship before making those decisions. Right. Well, right. And I, and I, you know, in, in post analysis too, for, for, for this, it's it's yes, I, I don't give those things consideration at all. I, we pursue it, and then you get to that point where a decision has to be made, and then you're like, oh, well, I that's I'm not ready for that. Like you know that, but yeah, that's where I don't have a good answer for you because I go with how I feel, and maybe that's irresponsible. But well, uh, yeah, and and isn't because you know uh, Krav and I both mentioned uh, the idea of lust at first sight, and you're like, and you and you, I think pretty clearly said the situation you've been in it was not uh well, lost yeah, well, well, but, but if you don't feel attract like, like yeah, sexual no. attraction i mean you have like that's of yes course i think be we've all said that that's yeah. an important part part of it and for sure is yeah. um and, and and i can see i can see the distinction but you but you're saying that it's more than just the physical attraction but and then when i think back on my like uh teenage whatever the hell it was like me making shit up uh, but but then I realize you know people often will will talk about being infatuated with with someone yeah and 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 uh, and that's kind of you know state of being carried passionately carried away uh, so it's not necessarily lust but I wonder if that's more what love at first sight is is just you see someone there's certain physical triggers and and ideas that they that they make him convey just by the way they look that just makes you become infatuated which is different than just lusting after them and but but i feel like we're talking a little bit about like wh- what is love it's funny because when what you say that love? yeah that's, that's exactly what i was baby saying. don't hurt don't me hurt don't, don't hurt me, me. No, no more what is love <laughs> And uh, but no, that is a little bit what we're talking about here, and it's how, and I think a lot of it, as with anything, is kind of how you define it. And um, I, I think I can I can never define it as something that you could know, you know, in a day. Uh, but um, but in, in any case, um, I, I feel like we've, we've touched on a, on a on a lot of interesting points around this. Um, does anyone want to go first with verdicts? I'm happy to cast mine if, uh, if uh, no one else wants yeah, to. Yeah, let's move into verdicts. Verdicts. All right. But um, go ahead. Yeah, I guess that means I'm going to go. Okay. So, and I, I, I hate that this is going to be my verdict because I already, <laughs> I already crapped all over, what was it, romance? Romance. You called oh it bullshit. Oh, man. It's commercial okay. shit. I'm so lucky I'm married to a, a good woman because I'm like, I mean, anyone listen to this, they'd be like, this guy's a loser. No, but no, I, because you actually do a good job of sucking up to her huge, especially in the episodes where you're about to crash the bird. But anyways, it has, it has no application to my own relationship. But just as a concept, I think that love at first sight is bullshit. Oh, oh, there's the cow. Isn't that sad? And I guess that's just because I'm maybe because I'm not a romantic and I'm maybe a more logical person rather than an emotional person. Um, and I think to feel like you're having love at first sight, you really need to be someone who's driven by emotions. And I'm definitely driven more by logic and reasoning things out or whatever. Maybe that makes me seem boring, but that's uh, where I am. All right. Uh, Crofton, you want me to take next crack? Yeah, sure. Go All ahead. right. I'd like to do that. Um, so I think that love at first sight is good. 
Yay, the champion of love is here. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, I've always, um, I've had a lot of infatuations and crush throughout high school. Um, I've known people to have them on me and, you know, and it's, you know, I just, so like when they're unrequited, it's it's a sad thing. But like the concept of love at first sight, uh, to me, it was a very powerful moment in my life. Um, And I think that overall, this is, I, I just, you know, it's good to, to feel these things. I think it's one of the things that can make you feel alive. There are lots of things, but definitely um, finding somebody so interesting and compelling that it knocks you into next week and you don't know why is definitely the kind of thing that makes life worth living. So if you get a chance to feel that way, um, I can't help but feel it's a good thing. It can lead to, you know, we discussed a bit about infatuation like, and not really thinking things through. Like if you're infatuated with someone and really they're, they're just there to hurt you. Like if you fall in love with a rock star and then they dispose of you next week. Um, you know, like obviously there are a lot of perils and pitfalls to it, but not enough for me to consider it bad or bullshit. I think it's a beautiful part of what makes life worth living and, you know, connecting with somebody and falling in love with them is a good thing. So, uh, yeah, that's uh-huh. uh, good. Bo, that was that was beautiful. The I'm champion of love. <laughs> it was very very nice, Crofton. Yeah, it's bullshit. All <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. So so here's the thing: is is everything that Bo said is is awesome and. And like you know, he's to to give him full credit. He's sort of experienced it. It was like us arguing against the against the cleanses uh, on, on Mike. So it's it's hard to say you know it doesn't exist or or what have you. But it just seems like really something to me that is even what Bo was ex, was explaining, um, and that you know the sensation, the feeling, all of that sort of stuff. It 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 really felt like stuff that I've seen in movies, TV shows, read in books, whatever. Like it really feels like a, a, a storyline that that has existed. And I know it must be drawn from somewhere. And I definitely agree with the last at first sight. And, and even beyond that, I definitely agree with a, a strong attraction at first sight. Uh, but but to go full tilt and maybe it's because I put so much value in the concept of love and the word love in particular, um, I I can't say that love in, at first sight is something that I believe in and, and and but I can't say that it's it's bad either. It doesn't seem to have any negative you know connotation. So I gotta I've gotta gotta agree with Mike here and say that uh, that it's bullshit. But you know what? What is love anyway? <laughs> Don't what hurt is me. Love? Baby, don't hurt don't me. Don't hurt me. No don't hurt more. me. No oh, more. Man. We should start an acapella group. Um, no. I would like to point out, though, that uh, <laughs> that Crofton and I both rated Love at First Sight bullshit, and we were both um, happily married men. And uh, <laughs> and Bo, uh, well, I don't know. He's a happy man. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, um, I'm definitely like, – like right now it's just like sometimes like, – I, I, you wouldn't believe all the weddings. I'm going through that point in my life now where everybody is getting married like just all the time. And then <laughs> now everyone's married and I'm like – Freshly single, world at my fingertips. I'm the envy of married people, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and you know I, I'm. I, but I'm not like uh, you know go to club all the time, try and hook up. I'm actually pretty. I don't want to say I'm a shy guy because that doesn't describe me, but I don't actively pursue casual sex, and and maybe that'll change as I get you know 
Uh, more and more pent up, let's say. Not, I'm not, I'm never desperate. Don't worry. It's just, um, I always, I do kind of take the the love relationship thing kind of seriously. So I'm not particularly talented or good at uh, the casual side of of human relationships without involving myself with someone. No, you, you, Bo, you're a good catch. You're you're a solid fella. Sure, yeah, and you know, that, like, I I don't have any lack of confidence about that. Really, just it's more actually, it's almost a willpower thing where I'm like, I want to focus on myself and not. Because relationships demand attention. Like you have, you have a soup club. You might not. I don't have to go to soup club. Uh, you know, <laughs> like I, I don't have to do anything I don't want to, and that is kind of nice. And you know, as much as you guys are in loving relationships, there is an element of compromise. There is an element of we're in this together, and you have to spend. T- and sometimes the honest answer is, I don't give a shit about you right now. I'm going to go do my thing. I still love you as much as I did yesterday. And like I've experimented with that in relationships because I'm the kind of person that needs a lot of autonomy and a lot of uh, detachment sometimes. And that always I think the person who would be my partner, um, you know, never takes very well to that. They feel ignored or they feel. And I think that's probably appropriate. So I'm kind of questioning if I'm even made for relationships because I need someone who's capable of being detached in a relationship but still feel like we have that love and trust because I don't like things like working at relationships that, that I just don't oh, like it. It's, it's not for uh, me. It's it's uh, it's out there. Don't 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 get cynical or jaded or anything like that. You know. Sometimes I find that this entire podcast is just like Bo's dating site. No where, way. Come on. Yeah, where he's where he's like he's like, Hey ladies, if you want to meet a sensitive lover who is looking for a deep, I... meaningful relationship, but is also <laughs> unemployed and looking for a new place of residence. But just, I just talked about how detached I can be in a relationship. Then call Bo Schwartz. He's the other thing, Bo for the record, because you know, sometimes I'll, I'll I'll meet, you know, attractive single single ladies and they'll be like do you know anyone no smokers please and then, <laughs> and then i'll always be like oh damn bo needs to quit smoking because see, a lot of, see like, but like i'd want to quit smoking because i want to quit smoking not because i want to meet an attractive person that's right, not a good reason it, to quit smoking it just narrows your i, your, I did that and not with marianne but in an early relationship um i guess you know i, I met this i had another relationship that was about five or six years and i quit smoking because i wanted to be with this girl and the whole time i wanted to start smoking again and I didn't. And then as soon as we split up, I started smoking. And like, I know I shouldn't <laughs> That's smoke. That's a sad story. It, it is kind of sad, but it's just like, I think a lot of what characterized that first relationship, though, for me was being setting an expectation very early on that I was ready to give everything up about wh- who I was and what I wanted to do. So now I'm very demanding about this is me. This is what I want to do. You don't like it. There's a door. That's very fair. It's honest. It's being honest about what you're getting into. So I think we could open up a whole other conversation about how relationships function and all that. But I think yeah. I think we've we've done a pretty good job of talking about love at first sight today. Do either either you guys have anything you'd like to close out on here? Uh, no, other than um, I hope everyone gets to experience so, it. So I'm guessing there's no there's no mail in the old mailbag this week. Yeah, no mail this week, but uh, please write in. We would love we would love for uh, any of our listeners to write in, and you can uh, you can find us at uh, gbbpodcast.com on the internet. Do we we also have an email address, Bo? Yeah, it's goodbadbs at gmail dot com. Yeah, write us in there. Yeah. And... Or, you know what? Just as a brief mention, if you want, don't want feel like writing, and you can record an audio clip. I'll be happy to play those on the show as well. Make it try and make it thirty seconds or less. Uh, if you want to record an audio clip, do that too. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Trying to open it up. 
I would also ask if we're requesting things uh, of the few people who do write in. Uh, I would ask them if they enjoy the podcast to please tell their friends. We right now, I think our, our yes. listenership is growing and uh, we would like to expand further, maybe to some people we actually don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I be- I, we believe that the world would be better off with our voices in it. Well, they are in it, just no one listens to them. That's <laughs> no, thing. but I mean in their lives, you know. Yes, no, in- indeed. They uh, go well, day it, by day not if, hearing our beautiful thoughts. And if our fine listeners wanted to know more about uh, your life, Bo, wh- where could they follow you? They can follow me at Bo Schwartz on Twitter where I tweet um, sometimes meaningful stuff, but mostly stuff about inconsequential things. But still, follow me and I'll follow you back. <laughs> and you, Crofton? You can follow me at Croft and Steers on Twitter, but my quota of Bose relatives is filling up pretty quick. So uh, hurry <laughs> while there's still spaces. <laughs> the Beebs the Beebs has like a million. There's lots of space on the Twitter. Yeah, that's true. Um, and uh, yeah, and, and you can't really follow me because I'm too quick for you. <laughs> <laughs> It never it's, catch me. It's true. He's very fast, <laughs> like a like a rabbit. That was good. And uh, <laughs> all right, so I think that's it for the, for this week, guys. I uh, look forward to chatting with you guys again soon. All right, bye, Mike. Bye. Bye, guys. Oh, so much love. So much love. Oh, oh, but but what here. is love, really? What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Your hair is so pretty. Don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. Face. <laughs> <laughs> boom, 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 boom,